love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Welcome back. This is Bob's Tavern Cast, the show that is all about Hearthstone, Battlegrounds, home of 40 bosses and 108 minions, live from Bob's Tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. And I am your bartender, Don. And Don, we're just going to skip pouring a drink because we've got so much stuff. No drinks shall be drank today. Um... We've got so much stuff to cover, but they finally did it. They added pirates and weapons into Battlegrounds. And weapons. I mean... Yeah, just like we've been saying for a long time, pirates and weapons, the next big thing in Battlegrounds. Hmm. Man, I I haven't gotten the chance to play with any of those weapons yet. They must be... uh... I mean, pretty hard to get. I, I, I mean, they they have to be because they're so broken and absolutely OP. I mean, you, you've seen the weapons, right? You know, I, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, I haven't either. But I mean, but we, we <laughs> called it so well, pirates and weapons and battlegrounds. It has to be a thing. <sighs> yeah. They're, okay. They're just elusive. Okay, I, I can't keep the bit up. All right, so so Blizzard gave us an amazing, humongous patch that was missing weapons from it, but we'll, we'll at least say that we were 50% of the way there. And in fact, once again, there were so many people that had called it. Um, it was like the most unkept secret that like pirates were going to be next, even though no one could verify it. Everyone just kind of knew. I don't, I don't understand how that works. I mean, how many times have we said something like that where we're like, Oh, next year is going to be like the year of the badger. And like, it's like the year of the Phoenix or the year of the dragon or the year of the Raven. Quite a few. Yeah. But let's not dilly dally. Like I said, Hearthstone Battlegrounds is now home to 40 bosses. 40. 4 0. With eight people playing and four per option, that is eight heroes that are not even presented as a choice when it comes time to select a hero. That is a ton. And actually, one of the things that they put out in the patch, uh, there's a pretty good reason why there's a significant amount that's not available. Absolutely. And not just 40 bosses, but 108 minions. I mean, we I remember we, we brought this up a while back, but how many cards are in standard right now? Oh my gosh. I can't even think of the number. Um, I'm pretty sure we are we're, we're creeping up. I mean, no, there's a ton of cards that are <coughs> a ton of cards in standard. Right now there's 984. So, we've still got a long ways to go before we're caught up with with standard ladder in terms of options. But 
man, I don't you remember this game when it felt like there were like 50 options and like only what 32 heroes or not even 32 i think it was like 24 heroes or something like that every you had eight people playing three options and everybody had like every hero every boss was available it has grown so much since blizzcon yeah and i i think at that point it was the heroes and then it was amalgam and then things that buff amalgam I think that was the only card pool available. I'm pretty sure that's this that had to be. That was the only card pool that mattered, <laughs> right? But we are not going to uh, dally any longer. Uh, Blizzard announced on Monday that Patch 17.4 was going to be coming out and on Tuesday, and oh, did it! And it was a monstrous patch. Uh, to kick off what they are calling the Fell Fire Festival, which, uh, man, that's a whole bunch of alliteration right there. But you kind of hinted at this earlier that there was going that there's a reason why there are so many heroes still compared to minions. So at the moment, there are currently six tribes within battlegrounds beasts demons dragons mechs murlocs and pirates try saying that five times fast during the games there will only be five of the six tribes presented um now there's some questions because it does say to keep things fair heroes designed with synergies around specific types will sit out of their corresponding minion type or sorry, if their corresponding minion type is unavailable. Um, so I feel like there's a question in terms of if a beast, like if beasts are excluded, does that mean that some of the newer beasts that we'll talk about are also excluded? Because I feel like that's not the case. I feel like I've seen them, in the game, but I mean, it's, it's so hard to tell, like they tell you at the beginning, but there's just so much going on and so little time to think about it, that whatever's missing is so far from my mind. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I was actually thinking when I did play, uh, I, I got to play quite a bit on the day of the patch too, which was exciting, but I feel like they actually did really well with this rotating thing because you're not sitting there missing certain things or feeling like, oh, if I only had this, you know, kind of like the amalgam, you know, we keep referencing back when that was a thing, but I feel like it, it feels pretty good. You're not ever really short on stuff you want to do or combos. It always feels like there's, there's something happening. Yeah. And, and like you said, because they are eliminating the obvious uh, pathways for those minion pools that are gone. Um, you're not going to be given Jaraxxus if demons aren't in the pool. Um, so I, I think that that is a great way to get things set up. Now, there there's some other questions that I have here that I'm I'm always wondering when it comes to like the um, tavern pass and things like that. 
Uh, they say here that pirates will always be available in the minion pool until they join the rest of the shifting minion pool in a future date. Um, okay, so they're just like, we got pirates, we want to hype pirates, pirates are always going to be available. I, I get that. But is that also stating like, okay, what future date? Like, that's so weird. Like, is it is it when everything's formally released, when the, the new heroes are available for everyone? Or is it... That's uh, what I was thinking, but I don't know. I'm wondering if they kept that, like, vague for a reason <laughs> to keep it more open. Like, maybe they're planning on doing that. And then if it if they need more time to adjust things, then they can do a different update. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that. But let's jump in. Uh, to some of these bosses, like I said, we've got a lot to to dig into, so we're not going to spend too much time in the immediate on these. We're just going to give our first impressions and then move on. So starting with Captain Eudora, uh, hero power is buried treasure, costs one, dig for a golden minion. How how you feeling about Captain Eudora? Um, so I do want to clarify, it does say four digs left. Some people were confused about this. You you use the hero power four different times, and after the fourth use, it gives you a random golden minion. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's pretty, it's pretty fun. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about being random, but you do get the golden, so you can play it out, and then you discover, you know, something from the next tavern tier up, like you do when you play any golden. So I, I like it. I think it's pretty neat. Yes, and and another clarification with that, after you've dug for a minion the following turn, you are allowed to start over with four digs left again. Um, This was very confusing to me because every time I would hover over a Eudora, it would say, oh, four digs left. And I'm like, have they just not used their hero power at all ever? Like, why would, do you only just get the four digs? And my original thought was every time you dug, you got a golden minion. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Like, you, there's a <laughs> bunch of ways you can play that. Um, but then I was like, uh, and then I played it and I hit the button and nothing happened. And I'm literally on stream just like, what the heck? This is broken. It's not working. Da, da, da. And then like, Neji's like, no, no, that's not how it works. I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, a little confusing at first, but. Basically, the strategy is save yourself one gold so that you can hit that hero power every turn um, possible. Moving on, Sky Cap and Crag, uh, hero power piggy bank, originally cost zero, gain one this, or sorry, it always costs zero, I'm sorry, uh, gain one gold this turn, increases each turn once per game. So uh, you only get to use this once, but... If you if you play your cards right and manage your gold right, you can effectively take two turns um, in one. Uh, what do you think about this one? Um, I don't know. It it seems kind of middle of the pack to me. Uh, well, I think some people will learn how to use it, but uh, I'm not feeling too hot on it right now. Well, I'm I'm gonna save my opinions for uh, the end of the show. This is either the best or the worst uh, hero in my book. Uh, I'll give you a hint: it's not the best. Um, <laughs> so, moving on, Captain Hook Tusk, another candidate for my best or worst 
um, new hero in <laughs> the game. Uh, hero power, zero cost zero, trash for treasure. Uh, remove a friendly minion, discover one from a lower tavern tier. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think this is a great hero power. I don't think it's broken at all. Um, <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. I was going to say, was uh, that sarcastic? <laughs> every time I've played with this hero, I've topped forward, if not gotten first place. So, um, yeah, that's my opinion on it. I mean, something for zero, and plus you get to choose a little bit more what it is. Yeah, seems good. Exactly. All right, moving on. Patches the Pirate, Pirate Party. Uh, this would be my runner-up for uh, best hero power. Um, <laughs> hero power is get a pirate. After you buy a pirate, your next hero power costs one less. So effectively, every time you buy a pirate, your hero power becomes cheaper. Uh, and then when you choose to use it, you get a random pirate from your min- your tavern tier or less. And it starts at four. It does cost four to start, so. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of people that will just play it down to zero, hit the button, free pirate. Um, I I do have a tale from the tavern to share with this at a later time. Uh, but, yeah, that's, oh, man, it can be fun. And then there were some updates here. The Rat King uh, was updated to include pirates. Um, and it no longer always starts with King of Beasts. And I want, okay. And then now starts on a random minion type and will not include minion types that are not in the pool. So don't worry. You're not going to be told that you have to pick a beast when there are no beasts available in the pool. Uh, And then the other one is Queen Queen Wag Toggle, which has also been updated to include pirates. And I think they just changed her flavor text to say it now, or her description to say it now gives plus two attack to each type. Yeah, I think I've noticed that with a lot of the cards that buff, um, if, unless it's like the specific three, but there are some battle cries as well, uh, battle cry minions that effectively say the same thing. Now it just says, you know, give plus plus two plus one to one of each minion type instead of listing them all. So yeah, those have been updated as well. And as with most patches, we have to. Um, have our elimination round and we must say a bye 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 to Professor Putricide and Holy Mac. side we've talked about for a long time eh, high attack doesn't really matter if it's not matched with high health and holy mackerel this was a very divisive card in the in battlegrounds in general um very versatile but at the same time I personally don't feel like it should have been removed I would have picked a different card that makes Murlocs way too powerful, um, that being Gentle Megasaur. But uh, what do you think about uh, these two options being taken away? Uh, yeah, Professor Futricide, I mean, 
like you said, kind of, eh, I mean, I think we talked about the last time when there were heroes removed. It's like, yeah, because they're kind of not really getting played. So I'm sure that they're going to kind of rework it and we'll probably see Putricide back later. And Holy Mackerel, I personally, I'm glad this is gone because I think it not only worked with Murlocs, but it also worked with like Divine Shields and other strategies. And I think that's part of what made it so strong. I think the Murlocs, like, yeah, Megasaur can make Murlocs good, but they're kind of bad up until you get to that point, right? Like, unless you get, you know, some crazy three cards and repeated battle cries and all sorts of stuff. But up until Megasaur, Murlocs can be kind of bad. And I think Holy Mackerel was just a... It, it was used in more than just Murlocs. And I think that's, I think it's good that it's not there anymore. Well, and and that's the interesting part because I like the fact that it could be used in other archetypes. We'll talk about later what we think the, one of the strongest off meta um, new cards is. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I have like kind of two options here, but I mean, it's for that exact reason. It is because you can use it in a way that if I'm going, you know, with one comp or one strategy and I get this card, it allows me to continue down the path that I'm on without feeling like, because I mean, you got to think about it at, at Tavern Tier 6, you're not getting multiple or two, you're not too often getting multiple six, like Tier 6 minions in one pool. Like you'll refresh, you might get one, you'll refresh, you'll get zero, you'll refresh a zero, you'll refresh zero, you'll refresh, there's one. Um, so when you do get that one, the fact that you're getting one that even if it's not the best option for what you're doing, it's still a pretty good pick. I feel like that is better than having basically an Exodia card where it's like, I've gotten to this point. It doesn't matter where I am at anymore because I've gotten to this point. I've won the game. All right. I, I think we're getting back to the point where uh, we might have differing opinions. I, you know, I, I feel like we might have gone too many episodes agreeing on too many things. So we're we're disagreeing a little more now. I think things are back to normal. All right. Well. Everyone listening, let us know which side that you agree with. Um, team, thank God it's gone. Or team, but what about the Megasaur? Um, whichever one, let us know on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Moving on, we have we've covered all of the hero, the, all of the bosses. Now let's switch over to the minions. Uh, starting at the bottom, we have Dag Swabby uh, or Schwabby, as I call him. Um, Simple, 2-2, two, two, battle cry, reduce the cost of upgrading Bob's Tavern by one. Before we jump into this, I, I really want to kind of have a quick primer on what, what pirates are about. Um, not in any weird philosophical way of like, you know, to become a pirate, you must become a thief or something crazy like that. Um, but the idea of pirates and battlegrounds is all about one thing cheating it is about finding ways to do things that just don't seem fair but in a controlled manner um on my last stream we had uh the full pirate package at tavern tier six and 
easy first place win. And at the same time, uh, some of the comments in the chat were just like, okay, this seems like hacks. I'm reporting you to Blizzard. Um, this doesn't seem fair. How do you even come close to losing with a comp like this? Um, the answer to that is Divine Shield, Poison, Wind Fury, Murlocs, um, which I didn't have to deal with, thank goodness. But pirates are all about doing things that are just like, when done right, it feels wrong. It feels like you have gotten away with something. We I did a duo queue with Neji Boston from uh, Amber Flight Gaming as well, and I beat him, and according to... Um, the Battle Buddy app by HS Replay, I had a 3% chance of winning that round, and I won the round, and the answer was Pirates. <laughs> Sounds like you cheated really well then. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I cheated my way to victory. But with Deck Swabby, this is where it starts. Reducing the cost of upgrading Bob's Tavern by one. Don, what do you think of this? I like it. Uh I mean, it's not like a great body, but it's, a, you know, it's tier one. So I I kind of used it. I'm not sure if it's always worth it, but, you know, because you do have to use three coins to buy it. So if you're literally just buying it for three to get one cost discount, then that's probably not worth it. But I think using it in addition to trying to combo it with like the battle cries, plus it's a pirate. You know, if you're if you're using it for more than just the the discount, then I think it's it's fine. The only thing I can say is the third turn of the game, if you have Swabby, or if you have played Swabby in any of the previous turns, you can both level up and buy a minion. So yeah. just keep that in mind. <laughs> That's 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 why that's where I, I'm thinking in terms of like when to get a swabby is like, oh, hey, look, I can do this, which allows me to do something that I normally wouldn't be able to do in a turn. Yeah, I mean, in a way, if you're looking at just purely for upgrading, it's kind of like you buy uh, something with a token, right? Because you're going to sell that token to get one additional and kind of that same thing. If you sell that token on that turn, you can upgrade and buy another minion so kind of similar thinking there but there's no tokens at tavern tier one that are two twos they're either two ones or one ones all right but you do get two bodies with those <laughs> but i'm saying you mentioned the turn about yeah. using it to be able to upgrade and buy a minion which yeah. tokens are effectively that same purpose but you have to sell the other body. So, I mean, you're still like, you're always True. ahead with Swabby. So. True. True. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but it, I, I think it's overall, it's, it's a good, it's a good card, good early game card. If, if you've got a reason to buy it late game, it's probably, you know why you're buying it. There's no reason to grab this at the end of the game. It's not like a Sarlisk or anything. Um, moving on. Scallywag. All of these names, I've I've just want to throw like the worst pirate accent on, but we're not we're gonna refrain from that. Um, Scallywag, it is a tier one pirate. It has two attack, one health, and a death rattle of summon a one one pirate that attacks immediately. What do you think about this? I love this card, and I also love the art. 
Yeah. Like she is like a pirate and she's got like an inflatable sword and she's on this inflatable thing that's patched up. It's hilarious. But um I I think this is a pretty neat card. The the attacks immediately death rattle is pretty interesting and I think it makes you re rethink your positioning and especially early in the game. It can be pretty good. I'm I'm not I'm going to throw out another uh cheat theory here. Illidan, Scallywag, put it up front. <laughs> That's next to a cannon, which we'll talk about soon. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't going to go there yet because that's my favorite uh, combo. But Yeah. All right. Moving on. Yeah, I have I have nothing else to say on that. Yeah, it's it's a pretty solid card. Again, it's a tier 1 card, so you're not expecting to get to carry you late game, but it can definitely get you there. Um, moving on to tier two, we have South Sea Captain, tier two pirate, three attack, three health. Your other pirates have plus one, plus one. I, I think this is just a, a generally good card. I mean, this is an actual card in standard. Uh, this would have been one of the cards had weapons been introduced that I would have included in the uh, pool of pirates to be brought in. I feel like it was expected. I feel like everyone wanted this, thought that this card would make it. It made it. Um, what do you think? Is it good at tier two? Um, I I think it's fine. It might be okay at tier three as well. I think it's just gonna. That's that's one I'm not gonna really have an opinion on yet. I want to kind of test it out more and and kind of play pirates a little bit more before I say it does or doesn't need a nerf. But yeah, it's decent for sure. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day. Other pirates have plus one, plus one. Sure. Okay. That's whatever. Uh, there's definitely crazier things you can do. <coughs> Arcane Cannon. Um, tier two, two attack, two health. Can't attack after an adjacent minion attacks, deal two damage to an enemy minion. Bait City. I, I know that there's going to be a fight about this card. <laughs> it is. It is Bait it is the most bait of bait. You have to have the exact comp, the exact heroes, and the exact cards in the exact order for this to be good, or it has to be golden. By the way, most of these, um, when golden, just change everything that says one to two. And I think this one, it, it deals damage. It deals two damage twice. Is that right? I believe so, yeah. Now go ahead and tell me why this is the best card in the game and it's broken and needs to be nerfed. And I'm Oh, listening. I do I do not think it is the best for sure, but I do think it's really strong. I don't necessarily think it's bait. I do think there are situations where it's stronger. Uh against token comps, I think it's really strong. Um I, I think this is a more balanced uh that even feels weird saying that, but it feels like a more balanced soul juggler because with soul juggler, it has to be demons, but you're doing three damage, but this is just whatever's next to it. And that's, I was going to bring up when uh, we talked about the scallywag. That's my favorite comp. It's when you have a scallywag next to this. So your scallywag attacks and then it, the death rattle triggers and then that one, one attacks. And then you get all these cannon cannon hits. And that's a lot of fun. Um, I I think it's I think it's a good card. I don't 
I don't think it's overpowered. I think there are some cool combos you can do with it, but we'll see. Maybe it is too strong. I, I think that it's understated to be a good enough card. Because here, here's the thing. when If yeah. you're going to play something like Arcane Cannon, you want Arcane Cannon to stay alive as long as possible. And I've seen too many cleaves. Like, once you hit Tavern Tier 4, everything is a liability against Arcane Cannon. Like you said, Soul Juggler kills it. Um, Kaboom Bot kills it. Uh, Cave Hydra kills it. Uh, if you want to get end game when you have a golden one, um, the six tier bot, uh, was it Faux Reaper kills it. There's just so many cards that can kill this thing. And because here's how you make it broken, make it a mech. Yeah, I thought about that when I was playing and I went, oh, this thing isn't a mech. You can't. And then as I played, I went, oh, I'm really glad this is not a mech because I mean, even you, you can't. You can't put stuff on top of it. Like, I don't know. That would be too strong, I think. But, I mean, it's still, it's a mech that wouldn't be able to attack at that point. So, I mean, it would just be a big butt. Yeah. That, and at I the mean, end of it. that's the, true. But. <laughs> All right. Like I said, I, I, I know that this is, <laughs> there's no way we're agreeing on that card. That card is uh, a mega bait. But one thing that we can agree on is Monstrous Macaw. It is a tier two beast with three attack, two health. After this attacks, trigger a random friendly minion's death rattle. Oh, the plays. Oh, the amazing plays. The things I have seen. The, the golden selfless heroes. By the way, if you have Baron Rivendare, those death rattles do trigger twice. If you have a golden monstrous macaw... Those death rattles <laughs> trigger twice. So <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you can do the math there, but what does a golden macaw do with a golden Baron Rivendare? Nutty things. Eight all you times. Need <laughs> Eight times. Yeah. If you have a golden Kaboom bot, <laughs> that is 16, that is 32 damage. I mean, <laughs> granted, <coughs> granted, all three of those would have to be golden, but still, that's just bananas. It's bonkers. This card is way too strong. It needs to, it needs to be nerfed. You, you know, you were saying, oh, the plays. You know what, what that can be abbreviated to? OP. This yes. card's so good. And then it's a beast, too, so it's got that tag. There are so many ways to also buff this thing up, too, so that it gets multiple attacks and you get those death rattles multiple times. It's just, yeah, it's it can work in so many different comps. It can work with the beast comp. It can work with a mech comp that has death rattles. It can work with, yeah, it, there it's insane. There's no way this card doesn't get nerfed um, in the next patch. Uh, might as well be a Tavern Tier 3 minion. It's it's going to happen. It'll get moved I, up to Tavern Tier 3. And I was almost thinking 4. I was, it might move up to 4. Yeah. I, I think at 4, the problem that you run into, and, and this, was, this was something that uh, Christine had brought up on her episode, was that 
there are so many good death rattle minions at tavern tier two and at tavern tier three. Um, so if you move it up to four, you're starting to fight. Like at that point, you already have to be like, I'm going a death rattle comp. And then I'm waiting for the macaw where at tavern tier two and tavern tier three, you can say, Oh, okay. I'm in my mid game here. Here's a macaw. I can set up a death rattle board. Um, so I, I think like the intent of what you're doing with and when this card is introduced can can kind of play into where it should be. Um, and, and I mean, three two is fine. It, it it usually only attacks once, maybe twice, unless you've buffed it. So I, I don't think that they can really mess with that very much. I think ultimately, if you move it up too high, it just it gets one hit off and then it dies, which is probably a good thing. <laughs> you don't want this yeah. thing popping off too hard. Um, but yeah, I, I think all in all, it'll be nerfed. Um, and it'll probably still be good after it's nerfed, just not as good. Yeah. Free Dealing Gambler. It's a tier two pirate, three attack, three health. This minion sells for three gold. <coughs> so when I first saw this card, I was like, you buy it for three, you sell it for three. Yeah, okay, whatever. And then I got patches. So imagine that you've got patches. It's got zero, you know, your your hero power is on zero. And now you've got a free, free dealing gambler. And like magic, you have three gold. Or imagine you're playing Captain Hook Tusk and you sell a tier three minion. Or you use your hero power on a tier three minion and you discover, what's that? A free dealing gambler. Now, that's three more gold. This is this is the card that kind of solidified to me. It's all about cheating, and it's only cheating if you lose. I have no response to that. <laughs> it's only cheating if you lose. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about this. I, I think she's fine in some cases, but I don't like her all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's she's not meant to be purchased. She's meant to be sold. Okay, that came out really bad. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Bob's Tavern and none of its employees endorse the idea of selling or buying any type of human being, be they pirate or not. Um, however, <laughs> this minion... <laughs> Is is designed so that when it is sold, it, it it's it's almost like a, a stock investment. You don't you don't want to pay the same amount that you sell it for. Right. Yeah. I I think this is one that I kind of mentioned with one of the other ones. Uh, yeah, you're going to use it in those cases with certain heroes, or you know, if you're also using it to use along with your other pirates, you know, for a. T- you know, turn or whatever, but it's not quite the same as some of those like battle cry minions that you're not really just going to be like, Oh, I'm going to buy this and then sell it the same turn because that's does nothing really. Uh, so you're only going to use it in certain cases. If you're buying it from, from Bob's Tavern and then selling it that same turn. Uh, but yeah, like you mentioned a couple of the, the cases where it, the power of it is shown. 
I forgot another one. You're playing Millhouse Mana Storm, where every minion costs two. You buy it, you sell it, you still got one gold left. Yep. <laughs> Which is still a loss, but it's okay. <laughs> it's not as much of a loss. There's also at Tavern Tier 1, if you stay at Tavern Tier 1 an extra turn and you get a golden Tier 1 minion and you get this, I mean, you almost immediately buy it and sell it and then it gives you another turn to do whatever. Um, yeah, so there's that. Moving on. Yoho Ogre. Or Yohoger, as I've called him so many times. Or them so many times. Um, it's a Tier 3 pirate with 2 attack and 8 health with taunt. And after this minion survives being attacked... <laughs> attack immediately um yeah this is a good card I mean it it's good with cannon it's good with um some of the other cards that we'll talk about uh, once we get to tier 6 yeah solid card yeah it's fine it's I mean <coughs> you see it and I think this is also one that I think uh, really shines when you're able to like buff it up and or make it golden. Making it golden is also pretty nasty. I, I faced somebody that had a golden one. I was like, oh, what do I do against that? Well, that sucks. But, yeah, it's it's fine just on its own. But I think it it definitely can get get powerful and get, get out of hand a little bit. By the way, I did forget, with Free Dealing Gambler, if you get it golden, it sells for six gold. <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask how I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy three just to see what would happen. <laughs> uh, that's great. All right. Okay. So, a very roguish card here. Um, Salty Looter, a tier three pirate <coughs> with three attack, three health. Whenever you play a pirate, gain plus one, plus one. Um, I think this is probably my, of like most game, most pirate builds, if I'm going pirates, it's because I have drawn this card. Um, every other card is kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'll use it and it's fine. I can, you know, use this to my advantage. Um, if, if this card pops up early enough in the game, I will probably make the, de the determination that I, I'm going pirates. Yeah. I mean, if you have pirates, you're playing pirates, it's pretty solid. I think we've seen effects like this before, and sometimes they're not always the best, but it's it's fine. Yeah, it's... I mean, it, also the fact that it's just a 3-3 three, three and it has synergy potential, I think is good. Yeah. It's a good card. Uh, Blood Cell Cannoneer. Tier 3 Pirate. 4 Attack. 2 Health. Battle Cry. Give your other pirates plus three attack. Um, this this fits a lot of those tier three, tier four cards. You buy them. It does a buff thing. You sell them. You buy. I mean, it, it's um, uh, what's the the mech one that does the same thing, but it's plus two attack. Uh, I forgot its name now. Up next on the chopping block, apparently, because we can't remember its name. That um, is a Metal Tooth Leaper. Exactly. Metal Tooth That's Leaper. That's a tier two, though. But it also only gives so. you plus two. True. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's not a card that you're, it's not, I mean, it's like Zubot, you know, it, it does a little buff thing. You, you get the buff and then you sell it and yeah, f- clear your board up and do something else. Yeah. All right. South Sea strong arm. I am this card. There's something about this card. I, I like it. It's there's such a, a, a cool vibe from this pirate that I have no idea what to expect from it. Although it's pretty bad. Um, <laughs> tier four pirate five attack four health. Give a friendly pirate plus one plus one for each pirate you bought this turn. Um, at tier four, I would expect a little bit more. I think that it has a very specific purpose. And even in that specific purpose, it doesn't do a lot. But the artwork is just phenomenal. Yeah, the I mean, this artwork is is amazing. I know um, those listening can't see it, but yeah, uh, she's sitting on the deck of the ship, and she's got like these huge biceps, and her whole arm all the way down from shoulder to her hand is just covered in tattoos. And there's another pirate sitting there. Looks like actually working on her tattoo. I did see somebody, I can't remember if it was in our Discord. Uh, somebody was commenting about, is it a good idea to get a tattoo on a moving ship? But, uh, you know, she, she's a badass. But yeah, the the card itself, eh, it's felt it's felt a little weak to me. Yeah. What it what it lacks in performance, it makes up in great artwork. Yes. Uh, moving on, Gold Grubber. Um, I've heard you have your own tales of the tavern <laughs> that involve. <laughs> oh yeah. I have to say it slowly, Gold Grubber, because when you have a golden Gold Grubber, um, <laughs> some very uh, interesting things happen. Um, but it is a tier four pirate with two attack, two health, but not for long, because at the end of your turn, gain plus two, plus two. For each friendly golden minion. I like it. It's good. This gets out of hand really quick. Um, when you when it's golden, it's plus four plus four. And yeah, and it buffs itself. <laughs> so I mean that's a thing. So if you have I've seen a lot of like token style decks where you can rush goldens early or, you know, some wild Sorlisk games where you stay low early and you're just getting minion after minion and golden after golden. And um, remember, one of the things about not leveling up the odds of a golden minion go up because the pool is narrower. So if you have a bunch of golden minions and then you start leveling up, and then you pull a gold grubber, well, you can have quickly going from 2-2 two, two to 8-8 eight, eight to, you know, 14-14 to 20-20. Um, I mean, it, it scales so fast, and it's just such a fast ramp that I think that this card is going to get moved to Tier 5, personally. I wonder if it either it'll get moved to Tier 5 or they'll change... Uh, to make it like gain plus two plus one or or just a plus one plus one but 
they seem to have changed quite a few things from plus two plus two to like plus two plus one. Mm. That seem all right. So I could see that just to lower the health on it, make it a little bit easier to kill. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I like it at plus two plus two, but you may maybe you make it a tier five and you make it a you know a four four instead of a two two. That way, it doesn't feel bad that you've missed all of those turns. I mean, most people don't go from tier four just to tier five. You go to tier four, you stay at tier four two or three turns, then you go up to tier five. So, I mean, if you make it like a four four, it's like you're losing two of the buffs, but at the same time, it's also giving you more time to get more golden minions. So you can still have the ramp. It's just a little bit slower in the gameplay. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I definitely think this that card will get messed with at some point. In some uh, I way. agree. Uh, the next tier four minion, Rip Snarl Captain. Uh, tier four pirate, three attack, four health. Whenever another friendly pirate attacks, give it plus two, plus two. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Because I, I have <laughs> I have mixed feelings. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I can't tell yet because I have seen this and sometimes it's like, wow, that was insane. Like, they just got amazing value because all of a sudden they have all these pirates that are attacking, they're getting buffed, and then sometimes it just doesn't do much. Um, I don't know. It it might kind of require that you have a pretty full pirate comp in order to be good. And it also... It, <laughs> if you're trying that, though, if this just gets sniped, then your whole, like buff board plan goes out the window. Yeah, this this isn't your trump card. This isn't the the card that's going to win you the game. Honestly, I don't even think this is the card that's going to carry you on to the next, you know, tavern tier. Uh, I I just think this card doesn't do enough. Um I mean, it's a captain and it's supposed to be kind of this whole fierce looking thing and it it really just falls apart. Um I get it. I, I mean, I understand. I would even, I would even like the opposite. I would like when, when this attacks, give a friendly pirate plus two plus two, and then you just buff the stats. You make it like a, a five six or you know something like that. Um, honestly, when I see this card, if I need pirates, I grab it. Otherwise, I just skip it and on to the next one. Speaking yeah. of on to the next one. Siege Breaker Goliath. This is a tier five pirate, six attack, seven health with Wind Fury. This is the first Wind Fury minion um, that's not at tier six. Uh, give your other pirates plus two, plus two. Uh, with over that's overkill. Give your other pirates plus two, plus two. So this is this is like the better Rip Snarl Captain in my opinion. Um, out of the two, I'm picking this one every single time. Yeah, this was one that when I first saw it, I was like, okay. And then I saw it in action. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's that's a bit better than I initially thought. It, uh, it can put in some work because it's not just give another pirate plus two plus two. It's give your other pirates. So I've seen a lot of people playing this and you just put it right at the, the front of your comp and... You know, hopefully get two hits off immediately, and then your board is now plus four, plus four all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, Nat Pagel. Hey, Nat Pagel. Where's your buddy Pat Nagel at? Um, Nat Pagel, Extreme Angler. Uh, tier 5 Pirate with 8 attack, 5 health, overkill, summon a 0-2 treasure chest. That treasure chest will have a golden minion inside. Oh, this card's bad. <laughs> I, I just... It's so bad. Um, it just... I've... I mean, I'm sure someone will tell me that it's it's popped off for them, but I ain't seen it. This card is just another pirate in a pool. <coughs> I think you moved this to Tavern Tier 4. Yeah, I can see that. I, I feel like it's similar. I mean, maybe a little better, but similar to uh, the Beast. And they ended up moving that down, right? I think they moved that down. They moved it to yeah. three. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I can see this at four. Um, I don't know. I, I did get it to pop off, but that was also, uh, dude, it was just an insane game anyways. And I think it was a few of the other cards I had in my comp that really made it shine. It wasn't this itself, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's one that it seems cool, but then in practice, I don't think it's very effective. Yep. All right. Captain Hogger. Tier 5 pirate. 6 health. 6 attack. After you buy a pirate, gain 1 gold this turn only. Remember how we were talking about how pirates like to cheat? Um, yeah, this is a great card for that. So, again, throw you throw you some, some options here. Uh, you've got, I don't know, a salty looter. And you're you're playing your pirates and you're buffing them and you know oh there's a pirate you get a pirate you get a pirate everybody gets a pirate um, there's so many pirates being played and then you're wondering you're like wait a minute how am I playing I've played like four minions this turn not three well it's because Captain Hogger's on your team and he's making sure that you get a little bit back every time you buy a pirate now at golden. This gives you back two gold, and at that point, he's busted. Um, Golden Captain Hogger is probably one of the best tier five golden minions. I would put him up with like Golden Baron Rivendare level. Yeah, and he's got a good statted body, too. Like, he's a pretty solid minion just on his own. Plus, he's got the pirate tag, plus, he gives you gold. Yeah, like. Pretty pretty good. I feel like Tavern Tier Five is all about the utility. Like it is, you wanna you want a minion that does something good for your board, not just be a big body. But the difference between this and Baron Rivendare is this is that and a good body. Um, it it just does so much. I mean, you can buy nine minions. And that's not even selling. That's that's like buying one, buy another 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 one, um, and then you have to sell a couple. But you can keep buying them. This is this is how salty looters pop off. This is how um, you can set up boards that Seabreaker Goliath can pop off on. This is how Ripsnarl Captain 
becomes a little useful. Um, this is how you can get, I mean, if you're able to, you can get golden gold grubber to pop off. Like this is such, oh, not to mention the one card we were talking about, South Sea Strong Arm. Imagine you've bought nine minions and all of a sudden you play a 5-4 that's going to give plus nine, plus nine to another pirate. <laughs> yeah. Like this is, and like I said, in my opinion, this is probably, because it only affects pirates, I will put it under Baron Rivendare, but this is probably the second best tier five minion in the game. Now, what do you think if it were, if it had the same effect, but it was a 4-4 four, four body instead? Still tier five, same effect, I, just I, four, four. It could be a one one. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like <laughs> again, if it's a one one, it could be a one set it could be the exact yeah. same stat as Baron Rivendare. It could be like a what is it, a one seven? Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It is perfectly fine. I think the thing that makes this the fact that it's a six six so scary is the next card that we're gonna talk about. Finally at tier six, Dread Admiral Eliza. Tier six pirate, six attack seven health whenever a friendly pirate attacks give all friendly minions plus one plus one um what what that's that's broken uh if you have nothing but pirates uh, not not nothing but pirates but nothing but pirates <laughs> um if you have this and a bunch of pirates on your board a 6-6 six, six became a 7-7, seven, seven, became an 8-8, eight, eight, became a 9-9, nine, nine, became a 10-10, ten, ten, became an 11-11, and then it finally hits as it's becoming a 12-12. On top of that, when you include things like Siegebreaker Goliath, okay, that killed something. Now your 6-6 six, six is immediately an 8-8. Eight, eight. Okay, Ripsnarl Captain's on the board as well, so now your 8-8 eight, eight became a 10-10. Ten, ten. This is before it attacked. Eliza is, to me, I so... Are you familiar with how like C um, C ranks work in terms of not just pirates, but also in like naval terms? Uh, go ahead and enlighten us. Okay. So, and this is coming from someone that served in the armed forces that worked in as a department of the Navy kind of thing. So yeah, a captain is in charge of one ship. An admiral is in charge of several ships. So it's kind of fitting that you can have Captain Hogger, you can have, you know, Rip Snarl Captain, and you can have Gold Gold Grubber, who is definitely a captain. I love that hat. It's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Um, but you can have all of these really strong cards that just become absolutely phenomenal when you mix it with Dread Admiral Eliza. Yeah. This one's good. I've seen some scary boards that as soon as you see it, you're like, well, I'm not winning this fight. Yep. And then you just watch as your board gets obliterated. Absolutely. And what pirate combination would not be fitted with an amazing ship? And oh, we have the ship for you. The Tide Razor. It is a tier six, six attack, four health minion, death rattle, Summon three random pirates. Again, when combined with the likes of a Dread Admiral Eliza, when combined with the likes of a of a Siegebreaker Goliath, when combined with a Ripsnarl Captain, it's you just keep hitting and you don't stop. And they think that it's over. And then three more pirates pop up and you're like, but, 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 but. And then you die. 
Yeah, this this card's fun. I like this one. And it also, even without pirates, you can also use it in death rattle comps. So, like, I had a board I was using this with the, uh, the parrot. And I think I had a golden parrot. And then this goes off. And you just get all the pirates. And it's glorious. All right. So that in, that concludes all of the new pirates out there. We're an hour in. I don't want to keep everybody on their toes. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to call this episode here just to take all the pirate goodness in. And there's going to be a separate episode for our patrons that's going to cover some of the strats that we've come up with, some of the more impressions that we have. And you say, hey, that's not fair. I want I want to hear that, too. Well, you can just go over to Patreon dot Bub's Tavern. Uh, don't go to Bub's Tavern. We won't see any of that. Um, Patreon dot Bob's Tavern dot pub and pledge at any dollar amount. So minimum one dollar for, for literally one dollar. You get to hear what will probably be another hour-long conversation of us going back and forth and yelling at each other about why this pirate's better than that pirate and why this is better than that and why canon is such bait. Um, You do that, you not only get access to that private feed, but you're also helping support Bob's Tavern Cast. Again, doing podcasts are relatively inexpensive, but there are bills that we have to pay and we don't get them from selling couches or wine or anything like that. We get them directly from the community that we're giving back to. Um, so if you want to hear that conversation, got to head over to Patreon. Uh, like I said, easiest way to get there, patreon.bobstavern.pub. <coughs> Don, let's put a button on this. Where can people catch you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. And on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Dragon Rider DK. And of course, you can catch me surfing the seven tweets um, at twitter.com slash KJY Miller. Or you can catch me surfing and streaming and, and sailing away uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash KJY Miller. And of course, uh, you can pledge your allegiance to the Bob's Pirate Party uh, over on Twitter at Bob's Tavern HS. Make sure you give us a follow. And of course, if you want to catch more about this episode, show notes and more, you can do so by going to Bob's Tavern dot pub. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Pour out your drinks. The tavern's closed. Get out! Welcome back, Casino. Now, nobody this time. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. You know the rules. Welcome, Krasiki. Your dot corner is ready for booting. Eudora! We have to have a little chat about your tab. I didn't know you were in town, Chew. Still cracking heads? You 
are a diamond in the rough, Always a pleasure.